Welcome to the Liquid Wisdom Podcast, where we are now out of the pool and in the driver's seat of life. Now, this is the place where new experiences and newfound knowledge await you. I have to say, cheers to you, my friend, for grasping the pen of positivity and writing to the new chapter of your life. So please, feel free to take a seat as we explore these new horizons together. And please, keep your feet off the furniture. Hey, 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 what's going on? Uh, if you're hearing this, you already know what it is. It's I, Professor Liquid. Liquid, I think I got that right. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Coming back at you again with another beautiful uh, conversation here on Liquid Wisdom Podcast. Um, I'm using this new catchphrase, so y'all let me know what you think. Reservations for conversation. I've been using that recently. I, I don't know. I've been putting in the emails. Um, and, and today's guest knows she saw it as well. Um, so I have another special treat for you all. As you can tell, this has kind of turned into like a, a unofficial but very beautiful series of sorts where I sit down and converse with, you know, different voiceover artists um, who are made up of a rich, diverse community and be able to pick their brains on um, the art of voiceover and just, you know, of course, get their story because, you know, I love a good story. Um, so um, today's special guest is another, this, this incredibly talented young lady. Um, of course, she puts God first. She is a, a voice actress, um, and she's represented by an agency, which we'll talk about more. Um, you may know her as the voice of your favorite radio commercial, um, maybe your favorite anime character, you know, depending on you know what walk life you come from. But you can call her Ash, and you know she is a very impressionable, very outstanding young lady. So, without any further ado, please welcome today's guest, voiceover extraordinaire, classically trained, more than likely. Miss Ashley Torada. How are you doing today, sis? Oh my goodness. I am doing fantastically. Thank you so much. That was such an introduction. <laughs> I feel like I am not worthy of that introduction yet. You, you don't think you're you don't think you don't, oh you're you're at one hundred percent. You're you're worth it and welcome. Wait, so you say you don't you don't think you're worth that introduction? What, what do you mean by that? Yeah, because I'm not I'm not in anime yet and I'm not like, you know, on the radio yet or like doing, you know, commercials yet, but we're getting there. Okay. See the <laughs> see see the beauty <laughs> she gave me the like the pew, pew, pew. <laughs> but the, but the, but the thing the thing is though the, the beautiful part about what you said was right just to do a quick refrain you said yet so it's not set in stone that you're not going to do it it just hasn't happened yet and I think that's a that's a beautiful thing about you know doing what you love right like things haven't happened yet but it doesn't mean that they won't so you mean it hasn't happened but you never know I mean you're well on your way though I mean you work you work really hard you know based on. Um, you know, in my time and, you know, learning about you, you know, in our private conversations and how hard you work, I mean, it really, you just, you live this, you really do. And it, and it shows. Oh, thank you. Thank yeah. you so much. Yeah. 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 So <laughs> I'm excited to have you here. You know, just quick backstory, y'all. Um, Ash and I, uh, when, when did we start um, conversing? A couple months ago, I would say. It's about a couple months yeah. ago, right? Yeah. I feel like, yeah. 
maybe like April. April, yeah. Okay. So yes, yeah, spring. Yeah, you know, spring of course, you know, one of the I would love if it wasn't for the pollen, I would love spring. But it does blossom a lot of beautiful new opportunities and, and friendships and that sort mm. of thing. And in my time mm. in, in uh, Converse with Ash, you know, her her and, and talking with her now is like her 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 spirit is very infectious. I, I've seen that a lot with a lot of different voiceover people but man you know very bright very bright young lady man and oh, so, so happy to have you here you know we uh you, we were supposed to do this a little bit a little bit sooner but just things mm-hmm. happen man you know this far you don't know she is fighting sickness right now and she's been she's been a warrior through it all and you know she's like hey can oh we can goodness. we she's like hey can we can we do this i say like, you sure you're like she's like yeah i think i got it i said okay let's go for it so you know i'm just honored and, and, and privileged to be able to, to say wow this fact that despite what you're going through because you easily could have just said no you know i don't want to do this I'm, I'm sick right now man like just hit me back in about a week or two but you said no i'm gonna do it so for all you listening out there, you know, with the right level of dedication and, you know, of course, support, you know, there's a lot that you can't overcome when you think about it, you know, if you, if you decide. Mm-hmm. So, so Ash, that's, that, that really touched me. Thank you so much. Oh, Seriously. thank you. Anytime. <laughs> I got you. So, like we always say before any conversation starts, y'all, everyone have a seat, pull up a chair, you know, whatever you whatever it is you're consuming, hopefully tea or coffee, wherever you are out there in the world, listen to this right now. You know, this is I'm looking forward to our conversation. So, um, Ash, you ready to begin? I am, yes. Definitely stay hydrated, grab your water. Yeah, for <laughs> sure. Haha, <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, you know, liquid definitely recommends drinking some water. So I had yeah. I had mine a good bit today. Um so I wanna so let's let so one of the beautiful things about I guess everyone's life is is the origin story, right? So everyone may you may have heard it. Some maybe some of you can relate to it, maybe some of you won't. That's the beautiful thing about talking to people. So so Ash, what what does chapter one look like for you as far as how you what what the events that led up to this point and what you're doing as a voice actress? Ooh. So um <laughs> well when I was younger, like, you know, um elementary school age probably like five six seven eight we all grew up watching you know cartoons like on Cartoon Network Nickelodeon Disney Channel um and I would always see you know anime like Sailor Moon Dragon Ball Z on TV and like Powerpuff Girls oh my god I was obsessed with Powerpuff Girls (laughs) I had like Powerpuff Girls sheets Powerpuff Girls lamps Powerpuff Girls dolls like I love them. I love that they were like so, you know, badass little girls and they were strong. And I was like that throughout my life. Um, I always like, they've always inspired me, but also I wanted to literally like be them. You know what I mean? Right, like, right. I was like, oh my God, like I would love to just be this person. Um, but you know, growing up, like you don't think of it as a job. Like you don't know it's a job yet. So, um, you know, growing up, uh, watching those things, um, I actually wanted to be, you know, an artist. Like, I grew, I went through a lot of things that I wanted to be. Okay, you experimented says. through life, right? Okay. Yeah, I experimented through life. Um, so eventually, I think, um, I actually went to, co- well, I entered high school wanting to be a physician. Like, I wanted to be a doctor. I wanted to be um, a pediatric surgeon because growing up, I had surgeries growing up. Yeah. So, um, because, like, the doctors made me feel, you know, feel so comfortable in the hospital when I, whenever I would go visit. Um, so, like, I want to do that for other little kids, you know. Oh, that's beautiful. Um, 
oh, thank you. But then I hit, I think I hit like biology in sophomore year of high school and good at it. Like I got an A in the class. Um, I did not, I don't know. I was just like, I don't know if I could do this for like eight years. You know what I mean? Go to college and then do like medical school and all that stuff. I was like, I don't know. I don't know. Um, and then <laughs> in my junior and senior year of high school, I ran into this amazing psychology teacher, um, Mr. Picoro. I don't know if he would ever listen to this, but he's incredible. Um, and he changed my mind and I really wanted to do psychology. Um, and then <laughs> I was learning about, so when I was a junior in high school, um, it was like 2011, and that's when the Arab Spring was happening in the Middle East. So, and my father um, is in the military, oh, and he was deployed in Iraq service. and Afghanistan. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Um, so yeah, he was deployed in Iraq and Afghanistan. And growing up, you know, there was a chunk of time where he wasn't, you know, there, he was out. Um, and I was always just like, you know, why is he over there? Like what's going on you know I wanted to learn more about it so I when I was younger as well I was really into researching um like Middle Eastern cultures and the history and like what's going on I especially loved the history of Egypt so like I was really into that as well and um so yeah my junior year in 2011 I wanted to somehow incorporate like the Middle East into my studies as well and I was just like oh my god like with all these wars happening I'm sure the children like must be affected psycho psychologically must be affected somehow some way so I wanted to go to school for help like children refugees over there um so yeah when I was in college I studied um psychology and Middle Eastern Islamic studies um school that really off track <laughs> no, it, no it's, 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 it's great no so pretty much just to, just so from what you're telling me you grew up you grew up a huge fan of cartoons we'll we'll, we'll come back to the we'll circle back to the powerpuff girls in a minute because i think oh yeah um i just saw the other day that um the creators do another reboot if i'm not mistaken um i believe so yeah yeah so you mm -hmm clearly you you care a lot about people you know from the, from the the aspirations at one point in time to be a pediatric mm -hmm. surgeon i believe you know then you saw mm -hmm. some classes like, oh, okay you know that's but that's a realistic thing you know a lot of people who may mm -hmm. want to do something then they see uh some of the things they have to do it's like well, okay realistically is that something i can do and and i think that's a that's a very beautiful a, a moment of self-awareness like, okay though my heart's there do i have the wherewithal to dedicate that much time to study and, and, and that's okay you know and so mm -hmm. but that sort of process led you to where you are now you know lending, literally lending your voice um mm -hmm. to, to a lot of a beautiful projects so you mentioned something that was very um thought-provoking you know not too many people mm -hmm. especially with the middle eastern situation um talk about the effects from the other side i mean i know from here you know with the patriotism and stuff um, mm -hmm. You know, a lot of people have their opinions on, you know, and to varying degrees on it, right? But you know, you thought about mm -hmm. the children and how other people are affected by the decisions that adults make, and I thought mm -hmm. that I just thought, I thought wow, that's, that's so very selfless. And you even, you know, um, throughout your time in college, you you incorporated that, you know, that sort of thought into your studies. So, um, so it clearly, must have had a, a profound impact on you. Oh, thank you. Yeah, like I 
time. Um, and just the thought of, you know, like witnessing, you know, or potentially witnessing like all that carnage and plus like being ejected from your home, you know what I mean? Like how traumatic and jarring that must be for children. It's just like, I gotta, I don't know. I was like, I gotta help, I gotta help. Um, so that was like my mentality, like anything that I could do. Um, but so while I was in college, um, I unfortunately <laughs> wound up um, becoming like clinically depressed. Um, so I, yeah, sophomore year woo, hit me hard. So, um, you know, I felt like, because in my high school, I guess, didn't properly prepare me for college. Um, and I, I went to NYU um, and it was, it, I guess, kind of a jump, you know, <laughs> a pretty big jump. And in high school, um, this is like not a brag. <laughs> I'm not trying to brag, but um, I didn't have to study hard or much to get good grades. Oh, you're, you're um, one of those natural geniuses, so, huh? Okay. <laughs> like, hey, Ash, no, no, no. what's the answer to number three? <laughs> no, oh, my goodness. You should, oh, my God. You should see me in physics class, like my senior year. Horrible. I am terrible at physics oh my god if my teacher did not have group tests and there were younger kids like so I'm a senior and there were like juniors in the grade in my class and they they carried class the junior girls I'm so grateful for them because without them I would have failed so it's like a collection of smart, smart young ladies just in class just out here answering um theories on how things move if one train leaves Massachusetts at this time and another train leaves California what time they go by so yeah, you were in physics I'm so class for those girls. you were in physics yeah, I, I, I I mean we had to <laughs> we had wow. to that's in high school but wow. yeah so things don't know anything I'm so grateful very grateful to those three girls <laughs> yes. wow yeah, you're, so... you're smart you're really smart <laughs> yeah, thank you you're really smart <laughs> I'm <laughs> but um listen we listen yeah. just just, just want to let you know so all the listeners know too listen we, we don't minimize achievements or accomplishments here for you know oh. in our own collective experiences right mm-hmm. so something that could be considered easy or maybe challenging for one could be easier for someone else maybe challenging for someone else so for you you know physics like oh no i'm not really smart but listen you know someone's like man physics i don't even see you know some people never never, maybe have never taken physics or maybe have only heard about it in conversation you know it combines Mm -hmm. a lot of science and math you know how things move and how things interact with Mm -hmm. the world and stuff like that so that is Mm -hmm. like i didn't even know you were doing physics and stuff so that's really awesome oh thank you thank you (laughs) i have retained nothing but thank you yeah actually the um talking about like um intelligence and stuff um that's like in my sophomore year of college I guess that's what kind of spurred or like triggered my depression um so like it was because I wasn't doing as well as I was in high school I wasn't getting the grades that I was you know normally getting um I was kind of falling behind and I didn't build those um studying habits those correct studying habits you know what i mean and i didn't know how to structure myself properly um so to the point where like i felt like i was drowning and i was like oh my god like my friends are doing these you know doing these projects and doing these papers and like less than half the time that it takes me like why i feel so dumb i feel so stupid like why am i not why am i the only one who's struggling right now um 
so yeah that kind of like tied into my self-worth because growing up like being smart was you know like I I guess I equated my intelligence with my self-worth mm. so like if I'm not smart that I'm nothing you right. know yes um, so when you went to college going from because you mentioned culture right like, so going from this from high school where the culture was yeah there were some challenges along the way but a lot of the things that was in front of you you made it through you know without too much adversity right because of just how um how easier some things came to you than, than others right and so then you go from that and then you jump into college well, you know on any campus most a lot of college kids would tell you one thing you're not ready for is the culture change to where you go from um maybe i'm not gonna speak for all high school teachers but most teachers i, I from what i know during that time um they're with you every step of the way you know hey make sure to meet these deadlines i'm a, you know i'm right here if you need me and not all professors but some professors in college will say well it's on you to take care you know it's on you now so take care of responsibility and then the workload increases and then you have to and then i don't know if you were on campus or not but you know if you're in dorms you gotta set aside time for study and you know you're becoming an adult now you're like you're moving into the adult world so you know you were from what you're telling you you've dealt with a lot of challenges all at once and uh, you mentioned how much value you know the, the self-worth and intelligence correlated you know for you you know that that's really mm-hmm. jarring you know and, and honestly heartbreaking to feel as if you're not worth anything because of what the grades of what you're seeing you know because you mentioned drowning mm-hmm. um also as well so it, it was i guess it was just becoming overwhelming for you Oh yeah, entirely. Um, so the thoughts kind of started in my freshman year of high school. Um, and I studied abroad and I did a year in Italy and then I came back to my sophomore year. Um, and they say that, oh, not, not like, not a, not a flag, not trying to brag again, but. It's not a bragging. You're just telling about your life. <laughs> That's really cool. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. She's uh, laughing because I made a face. I was like, oh, wow. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So I only mentioned that to, (laughs) I only mentioned that to say, um, because when I got back to, you know, New York, the New York campus for my sophomore year, I heard people say, oh, you know, the study abroad um, program, like whatever you're studying abroad, like it's, it's easier. It's, it's, you know, supposedly easier than like it is on campus. Mm. And I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, I'm not no, yes, yes, you're fine. You're fine. <laughs> We're adults here. It's okay. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, man. Like, if that was easy, then, like, <laughs> So, and right. <laughs> because software year hit me like a ton of bricks. And yeah. I was, like, literally making straight Bs. And I felt so crappy. Um, like, so, so bad. And... I began, you know, to push people away and I lost, you know, like my closest friends. Um, I got, I pushed, I pushed everyone away. So it, it really, yeah. sophomore year was definitely like my most trying time. Um, it got really dark that year for me. Mm-hmm. And um, I can't remember. Hmm, well, at one point during my sophomore year, um, I think I was put on probation because I was making state Oh, academic probation? And then, yeah, academic okay, probation. Okay, okay. Yeah, because um, probation by itself could be something else. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> not, not involved with Right, right. I just wanted, just wanted to get the clarification yeah. for people. I don't want people to assume something different. So, yeah, academic yeah, probation. No, 100%. <laughs> yeah, academic probation. Yep. Yeah, 
so um, I was on academic probation for the first for the fall semester, and then you know I was like, all right, I really got to get my stuff together. Got to get my stuff together. Um, and then I think during was it that year? Um, that semester, I my mom noticed you know something was wrong with me. Um, and so she basically like pretty much had to uh, beg me to like go to see a counselor, yeah. you know, um, like, okay, like I'll do this for you, blah, blah, blah. And um, so I saw a counselor. And then from there, I think I went to, um, uh, I can't remember, psychologist or psychiatrist um, and where I was diagnosed, you know, with depression. And then I was given antidepressants. And then during that winter, I took the antidepressants for like, you know, a month or so. And they say like, it does take a month for the medicine to actually kick in and to begin working. Um, and as soon as it started working, I was like, oh, I'm good. Yeah. I'm fine. Like, I don't, I don't need to take it anymore. Like, right. <laughs> yeah, depression's, are, depression's like, a real thing, um, everyone. It, it, it hits us. We all go through some form of, some malformative at different points. But but like what Ash was just saying, you know, th- thank you for sharing all of that too, you know, to be able to share such a vulnerable part of your um, your, your life like that, you know, it can, it really can hit, you know, I, I dealt with when I was about nine, I believe, uh, clinical depression. Um, it does feel like the color, oh, at least for me, mm. it felt like at the time that life itself was devoid of any color and I didn't want to do mm. anything. And if you ever look at mm. a brain on depression, um, the, the chemical compound itself um, really does go into all the parts of your brain for ambition, uh, pleasure. Um, and it just, it's like turning out the lights essentially everything does become a little bit darker so you know to have experienced that darkness in your life and you know i'm so glad you because you, you, you took the proper stuff necessary you, you went to therapy you sought out um a specialist you, you got put on you put on the meds and and you said it kind of like it's like the lights turn back on like oh wait a minute you know i can i can do this that's a that's a beautiful story of a, of, of dealing with depression adversity and to be this joyful young lady in, in front of me today, it's just like, well, you would have never, you don't, you really just don't know what people experience. And I would never know just by, you know, talking with you that you experienced that. And that is, I can't tell you how beautiful it is, you know, to see that that chapter of your life wasn't the end for you, you know, and now mm. you're doing this now. That, that's such, that's so beautiful. So what do you think about? Oh, thank you. You're very welcome. So what, what comes <laughs> to mind now, you know, after you, you've spoken about this out loud, and of course you mm-hmm. lived it, you know, to, mm-hmm. to be at that point and to be where you are now, where you were part of what you do is to bring joy to others' lives with, with you know, with your voice. Oh, man. I didn't even tie that together, to be honest. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that is... Because... Oh, mind man. blown for a second? Yeah, let, let it simmer for yeah, you, mind, too. <laughs> mind blown for a second, because, like... I guess I have had that thought before where it's like because I feel like I feel my purpose on these on this earth is to just to help people in any way shape or form um just uh, I don't know be like a warm embrace for people you know um to, to shine as much love as I can um because this world, as we all know, just can be like so cruel. Um, so many horrible things are happening all the time, and you can just feel so inundated with like you know social media and the news. And man, like people, 
need, I guess, like some reprieve, you know, um, to know that that it's not all this doom and gloom. So to provide any kind of relief would be incredible for me. And I feel like that's what I'm here to do, you know? Um, So everything that I've tried to pursue in my life has been to help someone. Um, Be in service of others, right? (laughs) Yeah, in service of others, as well as, you know, feel like fulfilling to me at the same time. Right. Um, Because there's so much you could do, like... um, because if you're constantly just giving, 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 and you're also not filling your own cup, yes. then you're constantly going to be burned out. Yes. And you're not going to be able to, you know, provide. And Yes, yes. Do not pour from an empty yeah. cup, everyone. Do not pour from an empty cup. It is a, no. it's a, it is a try to chew um, paradigm when you give, like Ashley was saying, when you give so much and you don't take time mm-hmm. for yourself, burnout is a, it's a huge thing. And so I wanted, well, I wanted to, ooh, because you mentioned earlier about the you know being warmth for for people um mm. and I, I wanted to ask you know given you know it's on your your, your bio how mm. how much how important does your faith play in your, your pursuit of both being a, a warm presence for people and maintaining that balance on how challenging life can be because it's, it seems like you you walk with this level of joy this this energy you know that is that clearly you give grace you know to another source in order to um, for fulfillment as well as to be a place of reprieve for other people so i just want to ask how important Mm. is does that does that play into your your life now oh entirely um it's everything like i praise god you know for everything for me um and I always remember that, like, I am where I am and I am who I am because of God. Um, so the fact that I'm here right now, you know, that I've been able to, you know, I began voice acting. I took my very first class in February of 2021. Um, and the fact that... A year ago? A, a, a what? <laughs> yeah. What? A, a, last yeah. year? Yeah. person definitely not like um, i'm basically still pretty much a nobody but um mm, the mm, fact mm, that mm, mm, oh, mm. we're gonna back up a little bit no no that self-talk <laughs> no you're not just a nobody you are truly someone who is unique out of the billions of combinations a lovely collection of few made you and brought you here so i don't want you this for anyone listening to to think of yourself as a nobody because you never know um, how many lives that you've touched based on your actions and how many people are looking at you, whether it's from a distance or silently, that draw inspiration from you. So though you may not be, as, as you say, you know, affluent or well-known within the, the industry that you're in as far as voiceover, you have made mm-hmm. a huge difference. Just when people listen to this and they see you going forward and say, wow, I never knew this, this young lady endured so much and yet she's still striving to help so many others so that makes you an important somebody in my eyes so even mm-hmm. if you even if you um no matter what happens in our, after our conversation then i want you to understand that you are truly somebody special and someone really important Ash. okay 
Thank you so much. Like I, I really, I really appreciate that. Of course. No, you're welcome. Thank you. No, I don't. We don't do the negative stuff talk here. <laughs> okay, so I'll throw that away. <laughs> I got you. So, um, but yeah, so I took my very first voiceover class in February 2021. And um, the fact that I was signed to an agency like a year and a month later, March 2022, is yes. mind blowing. So, what, and what, was, what, was that for? what was that like? What was that like, you know, going from humble beginnings? I, I mean, I didn't know you only a year and some change into your journey, but uh, what was that? What was, what was going through your head at the time when, when you got the news that you were getting picked up by an agency? Man, <laughs> I screamed. I jumped for joy. Like I ran downstairs. Um, but I still live at home with my parents. Um, so I ran downstairs. My mom was in the kitchen. I was like, Mom, <laughs> I, an agency just like an agent just hit me up, and she's talking about she wants to represent me. And oh my god! So I was like, Lord, Lord, that like. You know, I didn't have too many credits to my name, or did I have any? I think I had like three. <laughs> um, and I had literally just gotten those three jobs in January of this year, January 2022. Those are my first three jobs ever um, in voiceover. And so, yeah, I was I was freaking out. <laughs> I was so excited. Um, and. To go back a little bit, um, so in February 2021, I started taking my very first class, right? right? And it was a commercial, like, basically, like, intro to voiceover slash commercial. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> and it's all because, truly, of this app called Clubhouse. I don't know if you've, like, heard of it. Yeah, I've heard, heard, yeah, of, that, heard of Clubhouse, like, yeah, yeah. So it yeah. has nothing to do with trees or nothing like that or being in a... I'm, I'm sorry, I was like, no. You're not allowed. I'm, I'm sorry, that, that's an old school joke. So, <laughs> that's funny. <You're> funny. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I know this app called Clubhouse. It was okay. So, during when the pandemic hit, um, mm -hmm. I had just gotten back from teaching English in Japan. So, that was another like part of Yeah, so that was another thing. Wow, the, 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 um, so layered. But we'll talk about that. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. So um, I was teaching in Japan from April 2019 to April 2020. Um, and I was like rushing, you know, to get home. So I ended my contract a bit early um, just because of COVID and like Trump was threatening, you know, to shut down the border. So I was like, oh my God, I could potentially be out here indefinitely. And I was like, mm, I don't know about that. Because uh, I was going offered, to go the bird home. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was offered the possibility of like extending, you know, my contract. So I was like, I'm gonna go home. <laughs> I'm gonna go home. Um, so yeah, I went home and like, the shutdown was happening and everything was at a standstill. And I was like, given the period of, you know, the time to really sit there with myself and think like, what do I want to do? What do I want to do moving forward? And of course I still had, um, you know, helping refugee children as like in my mind. Um, but I've learned that like it's so competitive to like even get into um, like nonprofits to even volunteer really <laughs> to help people. Um, it's it's really also a game of like who you know. Um, yeah, yeah, that game so is a lot say, of people don't have controllers for it, but once you do, yeah, it really does help out a lot. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and I just I didn't know, and I was like I don't know anyone, you know. So the 
the idea of networking and trying to get in there at first seemed very daunting. So I was like, okay, that's that's an idea. We'll we'll think about that. But I have all this time, you know what I mean? This indefinite time. So I'm just like, I'll just sit here and think. Um, but then on a walk, I want to say like August 2020, I was just like, oh man. I remember being in one of my dorm rooms. I can't remember which year of college it was, but I sat there and I really thought, I was like, man, like. I know some people, some of my friends are in Tisch right now, Tisch School of the Arts at NYU, which is, you know, the school for, um, like, where you learn to act. And that's where a lot of, like, my friends who wanted to do acting went. And I was like, oh, man, to transfer to that. But, like, you need a portfolio, I think. And I was like, oh, that would be so cool, you know what I mean, to, like, be a a voice actor, you know what I mean? Um, So, like, I had that fleeting thought. But I was just like, oh, I don't know how to even do a portfolio. I wouldn't know how to get started with that. So... I tossed the thought out pretty quickly. But during the pandemic, I was just like, what if, you know, like, how can I do this? Like, I didn't even really give it a shot, you know? <laughs> um, so, yeah, so August 2020, I was thinking, I was like, I should probably do some research, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so I called up, I called up my best friend's aunt because we had developed like a really close relationship. Okay. She, oh, oh my God, Charla. Shout out to Charla. Shout out to Charla. Um, <laughs> shout out to Charla. She is an incredible woman. Um, so wise, so kind, so warm. Um, so yeah, and she's also, um, she's done acting. She's a singing coach. She's a life coach. Um, she's a performer. Um, she's a writer. Wow, Multi- just, just multifaceted, well-rounded. My goodness. So, so from what you could you mention earlier, like you know, the game of who you know, right? So, how how wonderful it is to have a, a resource like that at your disposal. You know, especially for someone like you who are who's you know musing about okay, what how do I get into this 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 industry? Or how you know, where do I start? You know, what do I do? Because I know you and I were speaking about it the other day. I, I'm I'm ignorant to it. I don't really know too much about voice acting. Um, but mm. at least from what I've seen, everyone arrives. Everyone starts off differently and lands in different in different places. Some go the classically trained route. Some are self taught. Um, and I, I know you work really hard at, at, you know, on honing your craft. So so having that resource available, how how much of a a boon was it for you since you're just starting out and you know learning to wet your, your toes a little bit on getting into this this industry? Yeah. So. I was so grateful to Charla because she um, is definitely my sounding board at times. Um, so I, she was the first one I called, um, honestly. Cause like, I think I told my fiance, I was like, I, you know, like I think I, that I really want to give this a shot yeah. because I feel like obviously the cliche, like you only live once, you know? Like, <laughs> yeah. You, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So really it's like, <laughs> I don't want to live a life knowing like a full life and then getting to the end and being like oh man I wish I would have tried this because then you know what I mean it's just like all the possibilities all the what ifs the alternate universe you know what I mean like I don't want any regrets um so I told my fiance I was like I really want to give this a shot he's like yeah you totally should um he's super supportive love him (laughs) to death um but um and then I was like you know what I think I'm gonna call Charla like yeah you should call call Charlotte. And I was like, all right, cool. So I was on a walk one day around my neighborhood because you know everyone was like just taking nature walks. We were still in lockdown. <laughs> yeah, um, gotta get some, gotta, gotta go touch some grass, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, gotta go touch some grass, get the sun, get some vitamin D. <laughs> right. um, 
like a, a walk and decide to call her. And so we were walking and talking. And she's like, wow. Cause like it was out of nowhere. Like no one, I kept this to myself. Like, cause it felt like such a vulnerable part of me to be like, I don't know why, but to just let someone know like one of my deepest desires that like I've never told anyone. Um, not even my parents, no one has known that like I want to be an actor. Um, but it, was, it seemed like like a childhood dream, like such a little kid fantasy. But yeah, yeah like I I kind of really want to try acting, and she was like, "Whoa, like yes, yeah, that's amazing. Like you definitely should, especially now, you know, when like everything is shut down, you can do your research and stuff." Um, so yeah, she had faith, you know, that like I could do this and that I could definitely give this a shot. Um, so having that, like, you know, Sean and Charla by my side, Sean is my fiance. Okay, um, gotcha. I just felt, yeah, I just felt like, okay, yeah, let me do this. Um, <laughs> I, relevant, I have ADHD and actually <laughs> going back to, real quick, I'm so sorry to all over the place, but. Um, it's okay, no, so this is actually a really coherent conversation. It's okay. <laughs> I told you um my sophomore year I you know was on academic probation had yep. that that winter break I was on you know, antidepressants and stuff yep. um after a month I started to feel better I was like oh don't need to take these anymore because during the month I felt numb and I didn't like that feeling at all I was just like this is dangerous um so at least I had like the wherewithal to be like okay this is, I don't like this um but yeah as soon as I started feeling better I was like done with those so um yeah and I listening if you are on medication like please you know don't do it <laughs> like <laughs> right. definitely you know see yeah. it through um yeah but anyway i stopped taking them um and the new semester the spring semester started and pretty quickly i was overwhelmed again and i got drinkies again <laughs> so <clears throat> um middle of that while I was drowning I told my mom I was like listen I don't think that I'm just depressed like I think there's something more to this I you know I I can't focus like I daydream all the time I've been daydreaming you know in high school like my whole life okay um to the point where like you know it's hard to maintain focus in conversations um I was like I feel like there's something else there I was like I start to do research on my own I was like maybe I have ADD so I asked my mom I was like can we please you know can I go get tested for ADD okay and she's like yes let's do it um and it became like even more apparent that like I need to get testing done especially you know at the end of the semester I got the JDs again and they were just like well we gotta we gotta kick you out I was like <gasps> so NYU was my school you know, did what I had to do. Um, and I was distraught, crying my eyes out. Um, felt like such a failure. And then that summer, I went to a psychiatrist um, and I was taking him for two days of testing. And during those two days of testing, um, I think it was like three hours per day. Um, and those tests, man, I felt so dumb because <laughs> like the tests were um one of them included like 
a story, like a four sentence story that she would tell me. And then she'd be like, can you repeat like what happened in the second sentence? Right. And I was just like, um, right. <laughs> <laughs> right. So it was like, it was just one of those situations like, oh, wait, what's going on? Right. So you, through your depression, you started see, understanding like, okay, maybe there's something, maybe there's something else happening here. And, and, and great that it's so great that you went and got, you know, the testing done at the time that you did, um, because you would never know unless, unless you, unless you find out. Um, yeah. So given that you struggled with depression, you, you made it through that point in your life. Now mm-hmm. you find out you have ADD as well. And mm-hmm. given that voice acting, um, at least from the experiences that from you, you are the experts in my eyes, right? So from what you all tell me, mm-hmm. it does require a lot of focus because you want to make sure you hit the lines, um, hit your mark, not, not missing your mark. Uh, make sure you you're the tone, the pitch, the, the, the mm-hmm. speech rate, all of that is is, you know, where it should be. So how, mm-hmm. what are some of the things you do to help you focus and, and maintain, especially when you have a project in front of you um, and you want to make mm-hmm. sure you hit those deadlines. So what, what is that process like for you, given, you know, uh, what you're dealing with, with ADD? Oh, yeah. So the fun thing about ADD, ADHD is that we have, like, I consider it um, a little superpower. So <laughs> okay. hyper-focus. So, like, once we're really super passionate about something, mm-hmm. um, we're in there like we have this intense like tunnel vision so when i'm in a project and it's best like live directed sessions are my jam because like i have no choice but to focus you know what i mean (laughs) um so yeah i'm i'm in there um and old reads also are my jam like i know i cold reading i love working on that skill Mm -hmm. um just because like there's no prep time like you just get thrown in there (laughs) (laughs) you got to do a sink or swim you know right right um so yeah that helps me a lot too because when it comes to things like i tend to i can be a big procrastinator um so having those live directed sessions and just having to be in the moment having to be present is usually beneficial for me okay so so having having someone so having someone there allows you to to stay on track you know in order to um you know of course meet the deadlines and it allows you to you know because you say you know it's a really cool superpower the way you can hyper focus so you know it's so from what just from what i'm hearing you shine even brighter given that you are someone who is very altruistic and very selfless by nature um, I think it's a it's a beautiful uh, metaphor on how we support those who support everyone else, because you, mm. you, you mentioned during your time of depression, of course, um, you know, you, you had your support of your family um, going into voice acting. Um, you had the support of your, your friend's mom and, and your fiance and, and your family. Uh, it seems like that really provided you um, with the foundation to to say, hey, even if you fall. We're here to help you get back up on your feet. Oh my goodness. Yes. And I am eternally grateful for like my support system and the people that I have in my corner. And there are like more and more people are being added to that corner as we go along too. And I am just like still so blown away 
by you know the community on Twitter and like the friends that I've made and it's just like like yeah and it's just, like <laughs> me little old me like you guys this is incredible yeah. like thank you yeah. you know I, I, also, um, I also wanted to point out real quick you know you could you mention earlier I know we had a, a fun little um, back and forth with the whole nobody thing right and hmm. even now when you say little old me there's such a level era of humility about you even though you've overcome so much you know you still maintain this this core of um an air of humility and saying well you know though I'm, I'm very grateful there's still so much more you know i want to do so much more work to be done so mm. just i think just to for all of you listening when you realize that despite the almost at times overbearing and overwhelming ugliness that the world shows Oh, it takes a couple of bright spots, a couple of one person smiling at you saying, hope everything's okay. Another one person saying, hey, I'm proud of you. You never know how impactful it can be and how reassuring it is saying, you know, there's some beauty out there in this world. There's uh, there's some roses amongst the weeds, you know, so to speak. So I'm just happy for you. Hi. Yeah, for, for your story to what you realize through other people's actions that despite, you know, however... Um, strong your ambitions are to help so many others that you know you're getting that help on the back end as well so you're you're getting you're pouring out of your cup and it's being replenished by you know the very people that you know are there to support you and I, and I think that's so important to have and and to maintain you know throughout this journey especially with you you know you know being young in the game as far as being a voice actor like you're building your credits like you uh for those of you who follow Ashley and, and we'll make sure to drop those links too before she gets out of here um she works really hard you work really hard like you you really when you mentioned hyper focus right it's like you really will love this like you hone your craft a lot so what is what's your approach like you know when it comes to learning something new about the craft like uh, how, what, what how do you uh, how do you approach that you know wanting to try something new yeah so um <clears throat> in i want to say like okay so throughout 2021 i wanted to you know take classes um but i can hold myself because you know my very first class ever acting class ever was February 2021 so i was like okay i like i <laughs> want to it's i know it's definitely not enough to like have some baseline of like raw talent um i which i wasn't even sure at the time if i had but from hearing other people it was like okay yes you have that so i was like all right, awesome. Now I know I need to like build upon that. Um, and I need to definitely train. I need to train, train, train. So I would take classes like sporadically because I didn't really, um, I kind of knew where to take classes. Oh, especially because Clubhouse. So the app during the pandemic, it definitely like blew up for voice actors, like the community of voice actors in Clubhouse because it was an app where you primarily, like you just use your voice. Right, and you go into these rooms, these dedicated rooms, um, where they would speak about you know a certain topic, and there'd be people on the stage and people in the audience, and you would just like listen and absorb, and you could like raise your hand to be on the stage and like speak to the moderators and speak to people. So in the early days of like I guess when um, VO, the VO community on Clubhouse was at its peak, like there were a lot of prominent people in the industry a lot of like voice actors a lot of you know casting directors and stuff they were on this app because like everyone's at home no one was doing anything so everyone was 
on this app, like giving advice to people who wanted to get into the industry, pointing people in the right direction, giving them, you know, these resources, um, dedicating like their time for free to, you know, like share all this wealth of information. Yeah, that's wonderful. So I really, yeah, like if it wasn't for that, me being there at that time, like I don't know where I would be, you know? Because at that time, you also had to be invited to oh, Clubhouse. Okay, okay. Like it, it wasn't where like just anyone could join. Um, so eventually at some point, I was invited by a friend and um, I was like, this is incredible. I have like literally <laughs> this <laughs> notebook is like almost filled with like all these notes. Wow. Yeah, this is just all like voice acting notes, notes from like the room. Yeah, she has um, a, she has a whole book, y'all. It's it's a it's a beautiful book. Oh yeah. It's just about her notes on it. Like she's so very studious. I can so for your one of the things that I I, I, could, I, I guess I could call it an advantage. I'll call it an advantage. You know, feel free to correct me if I'm wrong. But because of how studious you are, you know, by by nature and how when when it's something that you really do care about and uh, whether it's refugees or children or you know, school or whatever subject it is you know taking notes um do you feel like that do you feel like that's a lost art insofar as when learning something new because i don't i don't hear many people say oh yeah i take a lot of notes on you know on topics such as this so you know how's how, how that served you you know taking you know good notes on on, on this craft oh honestly i don't know because i feel like um people around my age and older I'm pretty sure like you know definitely pen and paper like <laughs> taking notes and stuff um people in you know the younger generation um I'm not sure honestly I'm sure like probably while they were listening I'm sure they were like maybe like typing their notes or like something yeah. sure. using recording I'm devices sure. or something yeah yeah or recording devices I'm sure like if you're really passionate about it that I'm sure you were taking notes that you remember for later or at least like the phone the notes app in your in your phone you know because that's what I did if I didn't have my pen and paper on me right away I would just like type it in my notes um so yeah I feel like you know if you're passionate about it you will write it down okay. um yeah and um so because of Clubhouse, like I, like I said, I give it like so much credit. I, I've met so many incredible people who like helped me, you know, who guided me to like where I needed to go. Um, instead of just like hours of endlessly like, you know, researching. Of course I would research on my own, but <laughs> yeah. like having people confirm, like people in the industry be like, yes, this is correct. Or like, no, don't do this. Um, so yeah, it helps a lot, tremendously. Um, so yeah, that's how I wound up in my first class. And then um, where I wound up going, you know, um, I wound up at like Real Voice LA doing some of their classes. I wound up at Access Connection doing some of those classes. Um, but it was pretty sporadic. It wasn't like every month. It was, you know, I, I was kind I was, I would say that like, I was kind of in it, but I was also in my own way at the same time. So I would... I guess procrastinate on it. Um, I wasn't really working on it too, too much. Yeah. But just enough to be like, yeah, I'm yeah, working. Yeah, just, just a, sort of right amount of effort, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but like, really, I was, I think I was a little scared. I got you. I was a little scared. I got you. Um, so yeah, I, you know, did class sporadically up until I want to say like, ooh, September, August. Okay. Of 2021, and then I was like, "All right, 
my fiance because I would cry to, I would cry to my fiance be like I'm not getting anywhere like this oh. is, you know whatever whatever um just feeling down about myself mm. and he's just like listen you need to you need to just do you don't need to sit around and wait for something to happen to you you need to get out there mm. um it doesn't matter if like you're new it doesn't matter if people you know don't think you're great you're not going to be great at first um, no one is great at first at anything that they do. No, no, I, I know. I, no. <laughs> I'm telling you, you, the only the only way you get better, uh, at least from what I've seen, as far as like a lasting change in skill and experience, is yeah, you, you start from somewhere and through adversity, through setbacks, failures, however people want to coin mm-hmm. it, that's where the appreciation for the process begins. And then because the, the success in of itself is just the to me, it's the end result of all the work you put in. So, OK, so I don't know if you all are going to uh, even I don't know if that's what this matters to you guys or not. But one of the beautiful things about this podcast is that uh, you never know what's going to happen. So had a um, had a I had a message from our, our one of my sponsors um, came in. So we had to stop when we're starting to get up again. <laughs> <laughs> we'll leave it at that. So we're just talking about oh, how much uh, how much success matters, and um, so uh, so given what how much you've already have have grown within this industry, uh, Ash, how do you feel about the results of the success you've already gained thus far? Oh my goodness, I still feel like I'm a little fledgling. I feel like I have not done much at all yet, <laughs> but I but I know like sit down and I say it out loud it's like yeah you're you're doing you're doing some things you know so um for example like when I finally told myself in you know August 2021 and my fiance was just like let's do it essentially let's do it right you know I was like all right I really got to give this my all you know like I can't just give the minimal effort and expect all these things to happen right um so I saw my friends from my first class they really inspired me um and they were you know getting their demos done and um booking like these gigs I was like oh like I really want to be able to do that you know um so I'd ask them for advice and then eventually like I found um this studio to do my commercial demo app because they all say or a lot of people say you know definitely start off with a commercial demo um because it's the most um versatile i guess in that way like and especially like commercial vo brings in the money um and that's what like agencies look for as well because you know agencies are a business so they're looking you know to invest in people who will bring that money back in um so i took some classes with the studio and eventually i created my first commercial demo in october of 2021 and then i kind of like sat with it and um, I was just like, hmm, what do I do now? And then um, in November 2021, my friend gave me like this discount code for this pay-to-play site where you can, you know, sign up and then you find auditions on there and you audition for things through there. Um, and I registered for it and I didn't really, <laughs> didn't really apply for things <laughs> until I want to say like the end of December or beginning of January. That's when I started auditioning like at least five a day a day you oh, know just to, like get myself awesome. in there wow yeah just because there were like so many auditions and I, I really need to get myself out there and i knew that it's a numbers game and i know that like people have always said you know just send it and forget it like it's it's a numbers game like the highest the 
the most prominent people in this industry, even their like ratios are crazy small. So like they could, you know, audition a hundred times and only get like one booking, you know? That's true. At times. Yeah. So I was just like, all right, with that in mind, like I just got to go. I just got to right. do so, it and eventually so, something will hit. Right. So that has to be pretty sobering, you know, to, I guess, to realize that no matter where you are, as far as like your, your versatility, your range, time put in, how well known you are, the window or you said ratio right so the ratio is still the same well making maybe maybe to maybe small variations for different people um but right. everyone essentially still has to go through the same process of getting selected because casting directors um for any project um there's a certain voice they're looking for maybe a, a certain type of voice uh oh I like the way this person said this word maybe this could work for this character we may have in mind um, so yeah, that's pretty sobering to to know that. So I also wanted to ask because the the, the voice throughout the community is um, so tight knit, so supportive, but also very diverse, right? So you're you're mm -hmm. a, um, you're you're a, a, a Latino woman, um, and yeah. and it, what's it like for you to be part of such a rich culture to begin with, but also coming into an industry where there's this growing almost embrace of voices from different cultures and different backgrounds and to know that you're lending your voice to that 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 sort of change mm. well first off for the first half of your question um i am a puerto rican woman um i am puerto rican mexican and native american oh, that's cool. um, beautiful mix okay oh thank you and as um i'm sure a lot of people know puerto ricans are a mixture of you know we are um, like West African. We are indigenous Tainos. We are, yes. you know, European Spaniards. Yes. Um, so with all three of those like races mixed together, um, it's and Puerto Rico. We are a very proud people. Like I don't know if you know. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. After everyone's heard the stereotype, we, we are la like loud and proud. Right. <laughs> Beautiful people, though. So like, I, truly, I, from the the friends I made over the years. <laughs> You know, it, that one of the, one of the beautiful things is is that you, they're gonna, you're gonna get a very um, close knit friendship and kinship, um, and I think one of the beautiful things is just respecting the you know the, um, different people's backgrounds. I think that goes a long way. And so to to hear you lend your voice to that, being a, as you said, a proud Puerto Rican woman who with a very beautiful, rich, you know, diverse background like that, um, that that has to. I'm sure that has some sort of value for you. Um, given that when people hear you, they're not, they're hearing what could be for so many others, when, you know, because it's going to hopefully create more room for others to say, you know what? Wow. I saw, I saw what Ashley did, you know, being a um, Puerto Rican woman, you know, maybe I can do it for you know, myself as well. And, you know, for, and people get to get a taste of our culture and our people um, and provide mm -hmm. a much needed lens on understanding people. Cause I think if you just looking at what you've done, like you, given that you live here in America, right. You've gone to Italy, mm. you've gone to Japan, you've uh, wanted to dedicate your life to helping children, um, helping refugees. You're this beautiful, rich tapestry that we have. I, I think at least for you, Ash, uh, you've, you've always been interested in, in people and, and, and helping others, but also not mm. just people that look like you, but people from other cultures as well and having deeper understanding. And it's so beautiful to see how even through voice acting, 
that same narrative is, is still following you, you know, being able to meet and interact with so many different people from different backgrounds. Oh yeah, definitely. Like it's, uh, it's incredible. But, and at the same time, it's like, it's, hmm, how do I put this? Um, so because I am a Puerto Rican American, well, Puerto Rico is a territory. Let, let's talk into that. I, but, gotcha. um, <laughs> so, I hear you. Um, born in New York, raised in Pennsylvania. Um, I, and I wasn't speaking Spanish. That's also a thing too. And sometimes like, because I don't speak Spanish and um, like, because I don't, um, uh, I don't know. Like I, 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 <laughs> I guess I don't come across or I, I guess I don't feel Latina enough sometimes um, so I feel like I don't know <laughs> uh, it's, it's not that I I don't feel weird going after like Latina roles um, but I indigenous roles come up or like Native American roles, um, I definitely have to check to see if like, because I grew up, like I, my blood is Puerto Rican, like culturally I'm Puerto Rican, even though I am part Mexican, like I, I'm not familiar with Mexican culture. Right. Um, I wasn't brought up around it. And Native American, same thing. Um, I know that it's in my blood, you know, my um, great grandfather is in there. <laughs> um, you know, raised with that awareness. Um, so when indigenous roles do pop up, I really check the specs to see like whether or not being Native American is like very integral to their identity, if that makes sense. Yes. Um, so like if they're very like proud of like their tribe or if they're part of like a specific tribe or like it's very integral, then like I will probably not audition for that role. Actually, like I won't audition for that role. Just because I I feel like I'm more of a person who just happens to be not saying not dismiss it because I am proud of like who I am and where my family has come from. I am very proud of my lineage. Um but I feel it's disingenuous, mm. if that makes sense. Right. To audition for those things where like it's very like very much in their in their identity. Okay. And it's very much like what they grew up around. Right. Um, so I'm very conscientious of that too, because I do want to reflect like authentic casting. And I do really feel like, um, that because like the world or especially the entertainment industry is pushing, you know, diversity because like America <laughs> obviously is very diverse. Like we have right. so, we have so many people from every single walk of life, you know, and to not have that representation in media is like mind boggling. <laughs> um, so yeah I that's how I want to um, move forward in my career I want to be as authentic as possible and I hope that other actors do the same thing yeah um that's a very beautiful you know narrative I mean I mean there there <laughs> there's so many movies I'm just I'm mentioning movies right but movies or, or hmm. projects where they cast they have a character in mind and mm -hmm. they, they have a voice actor who i'm sure is just doing their job and 
um, an actor or voice actor doing the job and they, they, they do their best to bring as much of themselves into the character as possible. Um, however, as you said, you know, because a lot of people from different cultures, you know, that lineage is very important to them. And as far as you know, their, their identity, um, especially for, as you mentioned, indigenous people from different tribes, um, out of respect for that culture and respect for those people, even if you may have some familiarity with that, you, and even in the pursuit of art, you, you respect the art and the people so much that you give up opportunities um, potentially for yourself for the sake of being mindful and being um, having reverence for other people. I, I think that that just goes back into the narrow saying, you're very selfless nature. Um, <laughs> I, I do truly feel like that's like, I don't know, it's just like the bare minimum though. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's so. true. Right, for you, right? It, it's it's, it's, it's mm. easy. To, it's it's not, a lot less difficult for you to think of the other person in that situation um, than some. And, and, I, and I, I'm saying it now, even in the midst of our conversation, you know, just little acts like that um, or, or what could be deemed as insignificant, right? I, I really hope it comes back to you, you know, tenfold in a, in a positive um, in a positive way for you because, you know, you're giving up potential, as I said, potential opportunities, you know, and more experience and, you know, of course, to more income and financial support for yourself because you don't want to tread on something that has, that means so much to, to um, these group of people. And I, I hope, as you said, same thing, no matter what industry it is, whether it's voice acting, acting, whatever, um, more people continue to do that. I think that could really go a long way in helping. Maybe this is the idealist in me coming out, but you know, it can help turn the tide in a lot of ways um, and mm-hmm. creating a little bit more unity and more communion um, in the world. So, so Ash, before, uh, before before I let you go, and I, I can't thank you for being here for so long. I mean, I was just this so sharing so much of yourself. That's so, so it's so great. So, oh, thank you. Even if at times you feel <clears throat> as if you're not Latina enough, um, do you have any message or words for any other? Latinas, um, young ladies who are coming up in this industry, um, and you know, do you have any words uh, to, for them as far as encouraging them mm. when they're in, in, the, in their pursuits of this? Oh wow! Um, I guess just keep keep going, like keep going. Yeah. You know, I know, especially sometimes, like it can be a bit disheartening if like you're auditioning and auditioning and auditioning and you're not getting anything um you just have to keep going it is a numbers game um you just and keep like making those connections too twitter is a huge huge resource um the voice acting community on twitter is so kind um very supportive i firmly believe that like if you just genuinely support people that you admire and that and people you would love to get to know that like it will like come back to you you know people will return your kindness um and you should of course you never like expect anything either don't go into anything ever expecting anything just go into it genuinely um be as authentic as you can be just be you (laughs) be you genuinely and truly because there are people out there who will click with you and who will eventually like be in your corner and just support you no matter what you do and of course return that favor because 
we're doing this because we love what we do, right? Um, and I know <clears throat> there's an even smaller section of VO where there are Latinas, you know? Um, yeah, that's awesome. And there's definitely that smaller community as well. And it's just the same thing. We just have to uplift each other. We tag each other and like opportunities. Like if you know you have friends, definitely like let them know about these opportunities <laughs> because truly like there's enough for everyone to eat. Yes, th- you know? there's a lot. Like, I, and yeah. I love, yeah. I love that it's like such friendly competition. You know what I mean? I love that like everyone is rooting for everyone. And like, even if we personally get sent an audition, like if, if you're allowed to, um, and you want to like share it with other people so they can get in on it too, even though like they're directly competing against you, like they'll still do it. They'll still send it out to you. Um, and I just absolutely love that. I love the selflessness. Um, and yeah, just, to see as to see you okay. look out for those roles yeah yeah and don't oh another thing if i may um come to i'm being latina enough like i was told by this one boy in particular in like <laughs> in elementary school all throughout you know until high school but like you sound white like uh. sir what do you mean? Right, <laughs> what yeah. does that? I, I'm sure a lot of people, like a lot of people, color I've gotten that too. It's like, bro, I'm speaking. Right, <laughs> like, you're, you're a person. Yeah, it's the stereotyping, right? It, it's, it becomes you don't realize how early it starts, just from you know either what they're taught, or what they're seeing. You know, people from as you said, maybe watch life. They we, they may all come from a culture that you're familiar with, but they all don't have to fit a mold that you perceive them to be, you know, one of the beautiful things about talking with people or just interacting with people is just, you know, see them for who they are, you know, what they're showing you and embrace that. Mm-hmm. And and I think that, that's like, that's what's missing. So from which, from that beautiful mm-hmm. message, you know, to, um, to anyone listening, authenticity, um, mm-hmm. can making meaningful connections um, with people, uh, stay in the course, you know, even if the yeah. results aren't immediate, um, they're worthwhile because the experience you gain from that, whether it's get the audition you want or whatever it is you're pursuing, um, or the setbacks, mm-hmm. there's there's rich, you can gain something from that. And I, I think those at least, yeah. and if you, a lot of other beautiful um, musings as well. I think that's that's one that's a really beautiful thing. Authenticity that's in a world amazing. that's trying to inc- uh, sh- tell you to be a certain way. Um, stand right. pat, stand pat. Never put yourself. Yeah, be never your, put yourself in a box. Yeah, yeah. So that that is that is beautiful. Wow. So Ash. Mm-hmm. Oh. Oh. Sorry. Sure. I have one more. Sorry. One more piece of advice that like has really like it still resonates in my mind. Share it. Like, sure. Today. In the beginning, I I don't remember who said this to me, and I really wish. <laughs> I I feel like it was in a clubhouse room. Okay. <laughs> but um, they said they have to know you exist. Like that phrase rings in my mind all the time. They have to know you exist. So I know it can be scary but you're putting yourself out there and like showing your work and like what you've been working on because you feel like, oh, I don't know. I don't think this is good enough. Put it out there because someone is going to happen upon it and they're probably, listen, the worst that they can think is, hmm, like they could probably use some more training. Like that's, that's what I feel like that's like the worst thing that someone can think of, you know, and at least like they'll see your name and then maybe like as some time has passed, 
you know, you train more and more and you get even better and then they hear another one of your works, they'll be like, oh, I feel like I've seen this name before. That, they're, they're pretty good, you know? The, like your name will keep popping up and they'll keep like, they'll be like, oh, I've seen this person around. Like they're getting better, yeah. you know? People eventually will start to take notice. So reach out to people, do not be afraid. Of course, be respectful. But, and I know it's scary putting yourself out there, but they have to know you exist. Mm. That's what, that's, that's what helped me like, yeah, that, that, that is powerful. <laughs> they have to know you exist. Yeah, you, you won't, you mm-hmm. won't get anything in return unless you take the, the step forward to set out in the first place. You know, I, I think that right. that is a beautiful change of modern rendition of um, a thousand mile journey begins with a single step. Right. So that, I think that's, that's a, that's a very, that's a very beautiful modern take on that. Man, I, I, I could talk to you for hours just about life and stuff, but I know that you've been, I know you've been, I, I feel like I <laughs> so I, I would love to, I would love to have you back. Um, if, if you're willing, you know, the door is always open for you. Uh, I, I know we talked about this before we started, so but nice. yeah. So thank you for sharing so much of, of these nuggets of wisdom and just the vulnerability, honestly, um, all of that, that, that takes a lot to be able to share something about yourself that at one point in time, you know, affected you so much in your life. So thank you for mm-hmm. your, your, your grace and your presence and, and everything else that you brought with you today, you know, um, for everyone listening, I can't thank you enough for the, for the esteemed honor. Oh, absolutely. Anytime. Thank you. The honor is like truly mine. <laughs> and as long as like, I don't know, as, as long as someone hears this and yeah. you know, it's like, I don't know if it touches them in any way, yeah. then like I am, so happy yes so, and I, I, thank you oh, thank you so much for giving me this opportunity you're very welcome and i'm sure a lot of people who you know may think of themselves as nobodies or may feel as if no one listens or no one cares you know i hope that through your beautiful story that's still being written by the way the ink is still wet on a lot of chapters you're writing right now in your life and as you continue to write more you know this, this beautiful narrative of someone this, this, you know, this young lady who at one point thought she was nobody is slowly I'm realizing that she is worth a lot more than a price I could ever put on um, in all of her endeavors. So, so Ashley, thank you so much for being here. Um, so before you, before you go though, um, for your incredible story, where, where can people follow you? And if they want to you know, keep up with what you're doing and uh, any future projects and that sort of thing. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, so I am on Twitter and Instagram mostly and mainly so on twitter i am ash a-s-h-h tirado t-i-r-a-d-o and then on instagram i am ash tirado one eight so a-s-h-t-i-r-a-d-o um and yeah and my website of course i which i have to update it's very (laughs) (laughs) um it's www.ashleytirado.com that is a-s-h L-E-Y-T-I-R-A-D-O.com. That's right. So if you ever want to, if you ever want to uh, uh, commission her for any future projects she got going, have her lend her voice or give uh, to the, whatever it is that you're pursuing. Make sure to um, reach out and contact. I'm going to make sure to put all of that in, you know, um, the description. And I call it description box, but it's called something else. But in the summation of our conversation today, I'll make sure to put all of her socials there so you can follow her. Um, going forward so so ash thank you thank you so very much for for being here i I know i've said it enough i I know i've said it already but i can't say it enough honestly thank you so much for being here oh no thank you truly the pleasure is mine and yes 
hit me up. I would love to be a part of your story. I would love, there's another quote that someone told me, sure. um, Paul Liberty, he's incredible. He posed this question to us um, when I went to an in-person event. He said, always remember, who are you healing with this story? So wow. when you're telling, when you're acting and when you're engaging in the story, always think about the, uh, the audience and always think about who you're potentially healing with your story. I was like, wow, wow. that is so powerful. That is, so, I got chills. Yes. I don't know if you can I see it, but it's my to. hand. I would love to help. <laughs> okay, well, for sure. <laughs> We're definitely going to have to do, um, do this again. Um, so I'll be listening mm-hmm. out there, um, listening to this conversation, you know, for, for, for Ash Torado. I've been your, your maestro, your conductor on this uh, lifeboat of ours, Professor Liquid. And until next time we meet up again, remember to stay hydrated, take care of one another, and continue to maximize that potential. Um, you know, for the tomorrows mm-hmm. that you want to bring forth into your life. You all be well. Take care. Well, dear listener, that is all the time we have for this episode. Don't forget to leave a tip. If you like what you heard and want more liquid wisdom, you can find other episodes like this on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Audible, Amazon Music, and many others. If you want to interact with me and follow my adventures, feel free to stop by and say hello on my Twitter at Formless Liquid. Thank you again for listening and downloading. Don't forget to be awesome. Till next time.